0: We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. Shutterstock has just made a very big move in the world of AI and specifically regarding images. So if anyone's been following the whole AI image generating space lately, you'll know that Adobe has recently released these guidance that essentially says, um, if you know you use one of their AI generated images and you get sued for copyright, that Adobe will cover the lawsuit or the you know whatever the lawsuit is against you. Um, and so Shutterstock recently has made the same um, pledge, and I think this is a really important story we're going to dive into on the podcast. And the reason I think this is so important is because um, as we see Adobe make this, we see Shutterstock make this. Essentially, all the big players are making this, and I think this kind of leaves you with the choice of picking between. You know AI generated tools that are backed by um, copyright protections and ones that are not so when corporations are looking at you know should I use an AI tool or not to generate images for you know blog posts or for uh, marketing campaigns or for what whatever um, they're gonna want to pick ones that uh, have this kind of copyright protection where essentially they know if they generate images um, they won't be sued. And the reason that Shutterstock and Adobe and some of these other companies can make these kind of claims and make these kind of guarantees um, on copyright is because Shutterstock owns all of the images on its platform. You know, they did not use, they didn't scrape the open internet like Dolly 2 um, and just gather a massive list of images. I believe Dolly 2 is currently being sued by uh, Shutterstock because sometimes when you generate images on Dolly 2, it literally has the Shutterstock... Um, watermark right on top of the generated image because the ai scraped you know like watermarked images to create their model and so i think that um uh, very quickly these ai models are going to have to retrain on these data sets perhaps they're going to have to pay shutterstock or adobe or other people that have massive image libraries to train um, and make models that are really powerful but also are not going to be worried about copyright infringement now In this whole copyright infringement story i do think it's interesting that japan has recently passed a law saying that um they will not sue or they will not allow people to uh, seek punitive damages for images generated by ai even if they infringe or copy a trademark and the reason they said that which is it's kind of interesting they said you know we don't want this law a law like this to bog us down and make us slow in the ai space um and they're specifically worried i guess that there is a very strong kind of lab lobbying arm and very strong um, group of mega or manga and uh, anime kind of uh, artists there in Japan and you know this makes a lot of money in for their economy but they're worried that that group specifically is going to sue a lot of these image generators and is going to slow them down and Japan just decided that they would like to be at the front of AI they don't want uh, to be slowing it down its progress Um, they don't want to get passed up in this latest you know kind of round of innovation and so they've decided that uh they're not going to pursue copyrights there on that so that's very very interesting um i think that this really is a move that's going to amplify uh the competitiveness of shutterstock um and i think that you know according to their conditions the indemnifications for its generative ai tool um kicks you know other content that has been commercially cleared so This is in alignment with the Shutterstock licensing agreement that just essentially states videos and images, quote, um, in its original unaltered form and used in full compliance with this TOS and applicable law will not, number one, infringe any copyright, trademark, or other intellectual property right, number two, violate any third party's rights of privacy or publicity, and number three, violate any U.S. law statute ordinance or regulation or um, be defamatory, libelous, pornographic, or obscene. So, you know, they have a bunch of different, um, you know, guarantees in there, which I think are very, very interesting. Um, and, you know, essentially they're making these guarantees because they they don't want a corporation to be liable for whatever is generated. And they know that they'll probably receive a lot more business um, by being able to make these kind of guarantees. Um, in a quote they said, who, the, the Jeff Cunning's? he's the VP of product at Shutterstock, he said, one of the main things our customers have been seeking is the same commercial licensing assurances that come from other Shutterstock content. Um, and he said that the firm had you know, previously noticed full indemnity for licensing generative AI images for specific client use cases during the global conference they recently had in May. And the feature is now being expanded to all enterprise businesses. Um, and he specifically emphasized, he said, this is no longer a cutting edge tech now it is about integrating this into real life business operations and i think what he's referring to is you know when this stuff originally came out not not everyone knows but this text to image generation was actually pre chat gpt pre a lot of um you know text generators like chat gpt this image stuff was kind of the first wave of ai that pe- a lot of people were playing with and then came the then came the text uh, and the chat gpt's and those kind of tools and so um, this isn't something that is super new. It's been around for a while, and um, it's about time, in his opinion, that it starts getting integrated into actual business applications. So I think this is going to be very, very interesting. Um pretty unexpected, but back in January, Shutterstock essentially empowered Meta to use its stock database to improve mature- machine learning capabilities. And simultaneously, um, they also launched their own AI image generator, which really set them themselves apart from Getty Images, that is currently, you know, embroiled in a lawsuit against Stability AI over copyright infringements. And Shutterstock's AI image generator has been trained on hundreds of millions of, you know, what quote unquote ethically sourced assets, um, which essentially are included ones that are from Shutterstock itself. Who, you know, they paid people to go and take these assets; they exclusively own them. But it really aims to assure customers that it can generate and license new assets safely, and that it can protect the artists behind the content that train the models. So I think the issue of contributor compensation. Shutterstock reported that its uh, contributor fund, which was established back in October, has till now compensated hundreds of thousands of artists for their role in training Shutterstock's generative technology, with anticipated payments to millions more. So one of the big ways that Shutterstock was able to get the buy-in from a lot of artists on their platform to use their images to train um, their model is by promising they they would be compensated. And to be you know to their credit, Shutterstock has been compensating artists. So I think the exact compensation amounts haven't really been made public, but um, Cunning assured contributors that are cause assured people that the contributors have been duly paid. And he said, "quote We're actually uh, we've actually since up, since updated our payment schedule to do so on a quarterly basis." So this comes at a time when compensation for stock creators is a hot topic. A lot of people have concerns and have raised concerns about. Adobe Stock training its Firefly model on stock images without express notification or consent Um, and kind of this big influx of generative AI images into Adobe Stock, which allegedly is, you know, cannibalizing the platform. Um, And so Cunning recently clarified that Shutterstock's contributors can choose to participate or not in different monetization mechanisms, including having their content used in training new AI models. Quote, if you don't want your content to be part of training new models, you're able to opt out. So I think this is a really interesting space. I think this is going to be controversial for quite a while, but at the end of the day, I think this is the right play. If, you know, uh, photographers and artists want their content included, they should be able to opt in and they should be compensated for it. Um, If Shutterstock goes and hires photographers to go and take pictures and brings it back to them, that is, you know, Shutterstock has commissioned and paid for that. That is their own right. They can train their own models based off of that. And I think this is really the way to go. So I think these big image libraries are gonna have a big leg up when it comes to copyright issues in this space. And I think it'll be interesting to see how companies like um, Midjourney and other image generators like Dolly2